Welcome to Alphabet Flight. Welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe, uh, talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Art, and with me today is someone who scream flies, Dan. Yeah! So, today we're, talking, we're going to talk about a, a, a character I don't like. One of the <laughs> So... Uh, we're gonna be talking. I mean, I I used to like him when I was a kid, but you know, before I knew anything about anything. Yeah, he's one of those. Like the thing is, he's not even like that "quote unquote" bad compared to other characters. Um, he's just annoying to me. Yeah, yeah. I can't really. There's not really much that comes to mind, but I'm sure you'll uh, remind me of some things. I'm pretty sure I remember him being kind of uh, misogynistic. I don't know. Can't can't think of anything uh, offhand. He's, the thing is, he's he's fine for the most part. I just don't like scream flying, and also he's a cop. Oh, <laughs> so oh yeah, oh yeah. So you know, there's he has a couple things not going in his favor. Um, mm, mm. but but um, what? So in your like one sentence, what like what what do you remember about him? Like one sentence. Uh. I think he's Irish. Yep. Okay, he's Irish. All right, because he's uh, <laughs> he he is the very Irish red hair scream flyer. Yeah. Of the group from like back in the eighties, I want to say. Yeah, he's Possibly been 70s. off and on. He's been off and on um, for a little bit. Yeah, yeah but um, bu- 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 let me get the thing. He is the stereo. He is one of the stereotypes of the early X Men. Okay, got it in two. Okay, so, uh, so his name is uh, so Banshee's Seamus? name is no, it's Sean Cassidy. Oh, so close, Sean. I, I knew it had something to do with that. Yeah. Anyway, there is a Seamus at some point, but not him. Um, but yes. Yeah, okay, so, I think I actually know which one you're talking about. But yeah, okay, go ahead. So his <laughs> uh, so his name is Sean Cassidy. His aliases are Irish Agent. Hmm. 215-66 presumably and presumably many undercover aliases wait what was the agent from interpol oh yeah. oh yeah yeah huh. uh his identity is publicly known mm-hmm. so he has a long uh line of occupations so adventurer uh former paramilitary commander academic headmaster gentleman of leisure carnival barker Subversive, criminal, freelance operative, NYPD detective, and Interpol inspector. Hmm. I feel like only uh, Logan has had a similarly long uh, list of things, but for different reasons. So, you'd be surprised how many people have uh, a long line of uh, occupations. Um, Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah. But also half of those things are technically bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now the one good thing on there is gentleman of leisure. I like like if you're gonna be if you're gonna be rich, be a gentleman of leisure. Mm. You know. Yeah, I mean, most of the rich people, 
of today could do a lot better for the world if they were just like yeah. people of leisure instead yeah. of like a lot more rich messing people. around with stuff. Yeah, I'm a lot more rich people if they just I don't know did nothing, the world would be a better place. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. No, uh, but uh, what kind? I, I guess you're going to get into it, but what, I'm wondering what kind of criminal he was because that that will uh, depend. That will make it depend on like what I think about that. Anyway, go ahead. Well, sorry. He was his citizenship is Republic of Ireland. Uh, mm-hmm. His place of birth is Casty Keep, uh, County Mayo, Ireland. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, he his known relatives are Maeve Warwick Cassidy, wife. Dead, uh, Teresa Rorick Cassidy, Siren, um, yeah, a daughter. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. Well, that's his daughter. I thought that was his niece. Nope. You're thinking of oh. you're thinking of someone else who we will be talking about am. a lot in this one. Oh, uh, Thomas. Oh. Thomas Cassidy or Black Tom. Uh, yeah. Cousin. Okay. Uh, Victoria Donnelly, Maeve's cousin, and Liam Cassidy, ancestor deceased. Um, I should hope so. Well, thing is, he ki- it's Marvel. Um, he, he he kicked it fairly recently. Uh, Storm technically has someone who was like from ancient Egypt around, who was our ancestor, who isn't dead. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, his group affiliation. Not surprising. Are formerly X Men, X Corps, Generation X, Factor Three, NYPD, and Interpol. And uh, education is Bachelor of Science degree from Trinity College Dublin and Police Academy. And mm-hmm. uh, let me get this real quick. I just sent a uh, link to the cover, but yeah, he first showed up in the X Men issue number twenty-eight in January nineteen sixty-seven. Well, of the Banshee, and I will say oh. this is a great cover. Um, wow. Yeah. Kind of wish they'd have uh, kept with that visual, but yeah. whatever. But uh, in the background, you have you have a red background with tons of speed lines and all that stuff. And you have Banshee in his explosive headband, uh, looking like a ghost flying and screaming. And you have, like, concentric circles. And around him, you have, you have Mimic, uh, Marvel Girl, Cyclops, Pre-Blue Furry Beast, and Iceman. And this also has the cover art that... Are, are, are you sure that's Mimic and not Angel? I'm sure. Yeah, it's the M. He has the big feet. He has the goggles. Okay, I, I just see wings for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, that's Mimic. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <clears throat> but you have... But yeah, this... You also have my favorite uh, title art for the X-Men, the, mm. with the blue... I mean, with the little spiky ends on the X and oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this but this is a great cover. Yeah, even the uh, even the shadow of it has like the spiky bits. Yeah, I, I, I like those ones. Yeah, no, this is pretty good. I like it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, also, it feels very sixties as well. Yeah, also the twelve cent uh, cover price. Holy moly! Yeah, so it's it's a good. It's, this is just a good cover. It's I yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it should be one of those like iconic covers, honestly, because this is a really good cover. So it's mm-hmm. not an iconic cover, but you know, I think well, it, it can't be. all be, but you know, it should be. Yeah. Um. But it's in the style of many iconic covers. Yeah. Um. And uh, who created him? Real quick, one moment. 
I'm going to get who created them. Yeah, it was uh, Roy Thomas and Werner Roth created. Hmm. Uh, I feel like I should know those names, but I don't. You should know Roy Thomas, at least. He's one of the most prolific writers from the 70s and 80s. Yeah, no, I've probably seen the uh, the name in like credits before, I just can't think of it. So, this has uh, one of my um, favorite type of openings for characters. Because you know you're about to get into some comic uh, comic BS when you when you have this. Um, Ir- uh, Ireland's storied Cassidy clan is an ancient and noble lineage steeped in heroism, secrets, adventure, feuds, and tragedy. All of which Sean Cassidy would inherit in some measure. Uh, the family ancestral home is Cassidy Keep, a fortress-like castle in a remote, sparsely populated coastal area of County Mayo. Look overlooking the Atlantic Ocean from high atop the granite cliff Cassidy Crag. The Cassidy presence there predates historical records, and the Cassidy Keep itself was built by Liam Cassidy over a thousand years ago uh, to defend the Irish coast against Viking raiders. The Keep also covertly shelters the families, which are basically the Fey folk, small Fey folk. Mm-hmm. Um, in recent decades, the Castle Seneschal, or Stuart, Armin, or Eamon O'Donnell, served both as caretaker of Cassidy Keep and guardians of the families. Uh, both uh, born in Cassidy Keep, Sean Cassidy w- had a happy boyhood there, fantasizing about fighting dragons and rescuing damsels. During adolescence, Sean discovered his mutant sonic powers, but concealed them partly because his whale spooked the superstitious elders of the community who likened it to the ghostly banshees of Irish lore. Mm, mm. So, yeah. So, the, the thing that I'm sticking on is, apparently this uh, castle is older than time itself, or at no, least historical, recorded history. Historical records. Yes, historical records, yes. I mean, it's still, that's still pretty old. I, I, I I've been to the apparent historical site of, like, wherever, uh, of, like, wherever, um, what's it called? The, the person who was supposed to be, uh, ah, what was the Camelot guy named? Um, King, crap, the sword and stone guy, Arthur. Arthur? Like, like, I've been, I've been to the place where, uh, the guy, King Arthur was supposed to have been, uh, based off of, I guess, was... Uh, supposed to be in uh, England, and most of it is gone, and yeah, most of that site is now in the sea. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you know, it, it, it's uh, it, it adds to the mystery a little bit. I suppose it could be. I mean, there there is the Fey folk, I guess, because you know they protect it, maybe. Yeah. Um. So this is where uh, it gets a little messy. For him, mm-hmm. um, so basically, just a little. So his cousin, Black Tom Cassidy, uh, also is a mutant, and mm-hmm. also hid his mutant powers and whatnot from other people. Uh, he's also like a gambling man who loves to gamble. Um, and uh, Tom was in line to inherit the uh, keep. Uh, Thing is, I think I see where this is going. He gambled on a bad bet. To Sean, uh, the, the his inheritance, and he lost it. 
up. So oh, okay. he no longer gets the keep or the he no longer has a keep or the moderate wealth that came with it. Oh. Yeah. Okay, here oh so he lost it to Banshee. Yeah. To Banshee. Okay. Yeah. Um thing is he was still like, you know, a pretty suave and smooth talking guy and he and he was close with his cousin, but in the way where he would make fun of him all the time for basically being a, com- a country bumpkin mm, the entire mm. time. Uh, and then that country bumpkin was now his direct superior, sort of, uh, so in the family. As, as young adults, both, uh, both cousins, uh, they they're, were both vying for the affection of one Maeve uh, Warwick, uh, who was mm. someone who Sean met uh, in Northern Ireland. Basically, what was happening is he was going to a concert, uh, and he was uh, hitchhiking, and he was being harassed by a corrupt policeman, uh, Sh- Sergeant uh, McLanahan, uh, who wanted to basically arrest him for a supposed terrorist. This is uh, during the Troubles, by the way. Uh, yes. Yes. So, um, he was yeah, saved. Northern Ireland. He was saved and, and helped out by... Uh, Maeve. Now, mm-hmm. what happened is, uh, McLonahan, the the Sergeant McLonahan, um, basically chased them over the border and ran them off a cliff. Thing is, uh, Banshee can scream fly, so he saved mm-hmm. Maeve and uh, he saved Maeve and himself, and then he brought her to the uh to the keep because mm-hmm. that's one of the smoothest things you can do. You can just be like, hey, I have a castle. I can show you the world. So and scream fly all the way to it. Anyway. Yeah. Um. He then. Uh, that's where Maeve met Tom. And right. Uh. And she, being um the person she is, started dating both Tom and uh Sean. Which hmm. normally I would be okay. I'd say, hey, just date both. Yeah. But they're also cousins. This is the seventies. They're also cousins. Wait. Yeah. That's the thing. I would normally say, hey, date both of them to your heart's content, but they're both in the same family, and I feel like that strains my uh, openness to polyamory a little bit. Mm. Well, I don't know. Uh, uh, Wait, sorry, you're saying... Oh, you're talking about Sean and Black Tom. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's a little bit weird, but as long as they're not with each other, that's... But, but But here's the thing, though. There. Have you watched the league at all? The league, yeah, of extraordinary gentlemen. No, no, the league, the FX show. No. Okay. Have you ter- heard the term Eskimo cousins before? Not that particular one. I've heard of the of that word in kissing, but that's about it. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, so I will only say the word one more time. But okay, the term Eskimo cousins refers to uh two people. Who are having sex with the same person? Hmm. So they're cousins in two senses. I suppose. Yes. Yeah. So that's fun. Uh, uh, slurs. We gotta love them. Yep. Um. So. Uh. But. But and both of them really loved her. Basically, both really loved her. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh. Also, by the way, she's okay with her being with uh, Sean being a mutant. I guess the whole castle yeah, thing mean, helped. The the castle thing, say being saved from like certain death. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Well, not everyone's kinda, okay kinda, with that, though, uh, as most mm, of the mm. X-Men will prove. Um, well, yeah. true. But, um... Being rich helps. Yeah. 
So after months of dating, uh, she did eventually kind of choose Sean uh, to take her on a date to her university ball thing. By the way, all mm, of our university. Mm. Um, so, but Sean was being still being harassed by a Sergeant uh, McLanahan, and I thought I killed you. And and he was basically again ran off the road and put in the hospital. And mm. Sean told uh, Tom, being I think a pretty good person for the most part, saying, "Hey, can you take uh, can you take Maeve on the date to the hospital mm-hmm. uh, while I'm in the hospital?" Uh, just tell her, you know, what's going on. Uh, because, you know, two things. You know, tell her what's going on. Also, yeah. make sure she's not going alone. Uh, and Tom, Black, Black Tom Cassidy did. Uh, he almost didn't tell Maeve what was happening and let, uh, and let her think that Sean stood her up. But he, was, but he was pretty chill and said, hey, this is what's happening. And uh, he did get the, uh, the talk that some incels would say friend-zoned. That he was friend-zoned. Mm, be like, mm. hey, I love you. You're sweet. You're a kind person. I love being around you, but I love Tom uh, more. And I mean, mm-hmm. I don't love you as much as I love Sean. Um, and uh, he took it in stride. Um, eventually, uh, even though this did drive a wedge between uh, Tom and Sean, uh, he, you know, they still were pretty chill with each other. And he even became their best man. Uh, even yeah. at, at the wedding. I mean, I, I don't really see him being a, a villain just yet. Well, the thing is, this is kind of driving more into being a villain. Mm, because mm. he got more into uh, criminal stuff. <clears throat> mm. So, uh, meanwhile, though, uh, Sean graduated college with a science degree and went into law enforcement. Mm. Um, well over two decades ago, he became an agent of Interpol. As a rookie agent, he failed to prevent the terrorist organization Hydra's enslavement of a weapons specialist, Patrick Lipton, who Cassidy subsequently believed was dead. Uh, later, Cassidy hunted down the Russian mutant uh, serial killer, Arkady Rosovich, who is the future Omega Red. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's the present uh, Beta Red. At that time, Omega, get it? Get it. Omega. Oh no! Yeah, Omega. Beta. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> with the aid of Magneto and also mm-hmm. Interpol uh, colleague uh, Margaret Devro, who was killed by the future Omega Red. Uh, he also learned that a fellow agent, uh, Daniel uh, Payer, he also he also teamed up with. Uh, fellow agent uh, Daniel Payer to infiltrate the offices of the of mob boss uh, Almodovar until the until Deadpool interfered. Interfered, um, uh, saving Sean's life but ruining the operation by killing their their target Almodovar. Uh, while Sean was in like a deep uh, term, well, I'm sorry, long term deep cover assignment that kept him away from home with no contact for many months. Maeve gave birth to their baby daughter. But their mother, but the mother and child were soon caught in a terrorist bombing, uh, and apparently killed. Sean did mm. not know Maeve was pregnant, and the few who did know about the newborn baby decided it was better not to tell Sean because that would be an awful thing to find out. Yeah. Oh, I had a kid, and now that I didn't know about, dead. and now they're now it's dead. Yeah, it's like yeah, 
you get that uh, you get that swelling that uh, that swelling of emotion that immediately falls into the ocean. Well, no, it's more along the lines of my wife is dead and I had a child. Yeah. Um. Had and also, did you say that Deadpool was there? Deadpool was at one of his uh, missions. Yeah. I thought Deadpool was like invented in the nineties. You can also retcon stuff though. There is true. Yeah, that is true. Yes. Yeah, you can tell stuff in this back in the story. Uh, backstory. That is, because like we're technically mm-hmm. not even to his first issue yet. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. There so, is like they're they're always you can, you can uh, go back to the backstory. Stuff. Yeah, backstory. Um, yeah, but like I I used to know the entire backstory of Cable, including when uh, he's including when like Gene and Scott like got sent back in or sent forward back whatever to uh, take care of. Uh, young Nathan when he was a kid in the future. Alternate. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. So, uh, Teresa, his daughter, secretly survived and rescued and adopted by her uncle, Tom. Oh, um, uh, okay. Yeah, when Sean finally returned and learned of Maeve's death, Tom considered telling his cousin about the truth about Teresa, but Sean lashed out at Tom, blaming him for not protecting Maeve in his absence, and accidentally gave Tom a crippling leg injury. Oh. And uh, he was uh, embittered, uh, and as you do, and they decided to raise uh, Teresa himself in secret. Uh, mm. Then Sean uh, did the thing that definitely works: uh, became a obsessive workaholic, and hoping distance would help ease the pain. Um, he briefly then transferred to NYPD in in New York, and where he once dated uh, Emma Frost when she was younger. And his, uh, while he and his partner, uh, Lyle Fontaine, was wanting surveillance of a wealthy criminal, uh, Harry Leyland, but uh, Frost mind-wiped Cassidy's uh, memory of the incident. Uh, he then uh, rejoined Interpol and uh, encountered the mutant brawler slash uh, everyone's adopted father slash or lover, <laughs> Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Uh, while apprehending uh, criminals in Calgary, Alberta. Uh, after years of international assignments, uh, Sean came home and led an undercover operation targeting his cousin, Black Tom, now a major criminal. Tom was then sentenced mm. to life in prison, but Teresa remained unaware of her true parentage, since Tom had long uh, sent her to a distant private school to shield her from his darker dealings. Well, that's good of him, I suppose. Oh, yeah, it's. It's basically his daughter. There, there's some. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Blood's blood, and sometimes doesn't have to be. Yeah, but yeah, he 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 does. He generally loves. Uh, she he has two dads. <laughs> she has two dads. Uh, and by two dads, I don't mean Sean. I mean it's Juggernaut and Black Tom. Oh, I I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. The pairing. Yeah. Juggernaut and Black Tom. <laughs> uh, Sirens. Two actual dads. Apparently now aware. Of Sean's mutant powers, um, perhaps due to an investigation of Cassidy's exploit by exploits by the Weird Happenings organization, which spells out who we. It started out in Marvel UK, which had a Doctor Who comic. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah, it's also. I think that might also be in Doctor Who as a thing. The Weird Happenings organization was. Was it also? Uh, part of the uh, the Death's Head uh, thing, yeah. Because I remember being into Death's Head for a little bit. 
Yeah. And so it sounds familiar. Okay, yeah. I think that also might be a, a canon thing in uh, Doctor Who. No, I don't know if it's a canon thing in Doctor Who, but I know that they did have Torchwood for a while. Like, that was the It's official, basically like, Torchwood. Yeah, yeah, it's basically Torchwood. Apparently, there's also a band that has the name. Yeah, it's... Possibly inspired by. Yeah. Well, there's a decent amount of bands, actually, inspired by X-Men. There's a there's a there's IRL Lila Cheney. Lila Cheney. There's also a Jean Grey. Um there's a couple hmm. other people that I'm not thinking of. Um I think there's uh, one, whatever De- whatever Dazzler's name was. Uh Allison Blair. There you go. Yeah. Uh but uh but Interpol basically sent uh Sean back to America to infiltrate the rising subversive uh mutant group, Factor Three. But Sean, still Maeve, uh, still mourning Maeve, uh, quit Interpol for good and became a freelancer, secretly doing some minor crimes, which, ironically, attracted the attention of Factor 3, who were also mutant criminals themselves. Mostly mutant criminals. I have no knowledge of Factor 3. They were a thing for a little bit, uh, and not really after this. Uh, their leader... Their deputy leader, Changeling, tried to recruit Cassidy, but mm. he refused. And then they forced him to wear a remote-controlled uh, explosive headband, which would detonate if tampered with. Oh, okay. That explains what you were mentioning before about his explosive headband. Just like, yeah, which, I don't remember any of that. Which just happened to match the suit that they made him. Of course. So, by the way, he was wearing that... that the the suit that people think of it, he it was given to him by Factor Three. <clears throat> the so, the green the green with like the yellow, yellow and collar. black and with the like the yellow and black like under underarm like yep. stretchy fabric. Yeah, okay. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, so he's now enslaved and called Banshee, codenamed Banshee. Um, and he performed Fun. criminal uh, missions for Factor Three under the supervision of. Their agent ogre, loyal agent Log- ogre, which is a gifted human machine smith. Um, uh, okay. Uh, in a bitter twist, uh, Cassidy soon found himself on Interpol's uh, wanted list. Uh, Banshee and Ogre was ultimately defeated by the X Men, who then freed Banshee from Factor Three service. Um, hmm. And he, he's been indebted. He felt indebted to them pretty much since then. Uh, he later helped uh, X-Men bring down Factor 3, exposing the Mutant Master leader, uh, the Mutant Master, quote-unquote, uh, leader, as an extraterrestrial, uh, prompting the defeat of the villain uh, via uh, killing himself. Oh. Yeah. So, like, alien, alien is in an extraterrestrial? or yes, alien is extraterrestrial. In... Okay, yeah. Yeah, and he killed himself after they said, hey, I know who you are. So, that's good. Neat. Yeah, Banshee then kept a low profile afterwards, uh, apart from escaping uh, the anti-mutant sentinel robots uh, with the mm. aid of the X-Men and uh, skirmishing with uh, Captain America and the Falcon while fleeing the mutant hunting uh, super <coughs> secret empire. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, secret empire. So. Um, secret empire. Like a lot, strangely enough, like a lot of people, the UK like a decent amount of people from the UK and Europe. He's a diehard country fan. Somehow. Yeah, it's not weird though, actually. It's not weird. There's actually like tons of uh European country bands. And it's oh. yeah. 
It's it's the okay, thing. Yeah. It, it's it a, just became a style, kind of like how uh, Euro metal is a thing. Yeah, with various uh, various subcategories. Yeah. Uh, so Cassidy was okay. in Nashville, Tennessee, when Xavier recruited him and several other mutants to form a new squad of X Men to rescue. Okay, actually, I I just want to I just had a thing pop into my head. So it's basically like a bunch of Westerners being super into K-pop. Yeah. Okay, there we it's go. Exactly it. Yeah. Uh, so Xavier uh, recruited him and several other mutants to form a new squad of X-Men to rescue the previous X-Men from the living island Krakoa. And this was before Krakoa teamed up with them. And this is what I'm familiar with, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Krakoa, uh, he, Xavier sent a suicide mission, basically, mm. of a pe- people who he erased the memories of. Including a whole brother from... Wait. Yeah. Wait. I don't remember this part. Xavier. No, Xavier sent a suicide mission of X-Men that were ex- previously established with, uh, with the O5. And he erased the existence of a whole brother from Cyclops' mind. Was that Havoc or... No. Someone else. Oh. Vulcan. Oh, right. The secret this- third one. Oh. Right. Oh. Yeah, psych- yeah, like Xavier's a bad person. Um, yeah, no, no, I, I remember, I, I know that Xavier is a uh, bastard, but uh, I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> like, in the Marvel oh, Universe, boy. Robert Evans is doing a, a Behind the Bastards of, <laughs> of, of Xavier's. Um, and it's going to just be based off of, like, all the public knowledge that they have. And um, it's going to be after Kakoa started, and everyone's like, "Oh, Xavier's great." And he's be like, "No, he sucks." So, and here's why. <laughs> and he's going to do, and he's going to do a. Uh, he's also like really on the side of Magneto, besides the terrorist. I stuff. mean, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, Magneto did nothing wrong. Yeah, Magneto has never done anything wrong in his entire life. Uh, yep, nothing aside, wrong. Aside from that time, no, no, aside no, from no, that no, time no. that he. Shh, shh. <laughs> he's never done anything wrong ever mm-hmm. he's always right he even went after that uh, uh, child hunting island that Blue Apron owned for a while yeah um, I man I want a whole <laughs> I want I really want the behind the bastards in the Marvel universe though oh my god that that's would a be good, amazing that's a good fucking podcast idea God damn. Oh my god. Okay, I can't do it myself, but that would be very funny. Okay, I'm gonna pitch this idea to someone. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> well, well, Tom, what do you think about forced evolution? There you go. Got him. <laughs> so, um, so after they, after the successful completion of this mission, of going to the, you know, fixing the suicide mission outcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Banshee considered leaving because he felt, like, really old in this group of, like, you know, at best, kind like, 17-year-olds. Yeah. You know, 17 to, like, 20-year-olds. Because uh, he's mm-hmm. a 40-year-old man at this point. Um, and I mean, good on him for that. Yeah. He, he was convinced by both Xavier and Cyclops to stay. Uh, during an early mission, Sean saw his reckless teammate, uh, Thunderbird, but this is John Proudstar, uh, killed in mm-hmm. action, because no one thought, why don't we throw the metal guy at the 
at the at at the jet, not the guy who's soft mm. and squishy and can die easily to the why don't we Yeah. Wolverine I mean, Thunderbird got better. And Th- Thunderbird got better eventually. Well, he got Didn't better he? last like this year. He got better this year. Hmm. Yeah. He's eventually. He's he's been dead for a long time. Uh but longer than actually he has to be up there for someone who stayed dead. Yeah, he has to be up there. Um, but yeah, they could have right. thrown they, like Storm could have done something. Wolverine, Cyclops, not Cyclops, not Cyclops. Why? Why was I saying that? Uh, Colossus. Colossus. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Native American uh, stereotype. Go deal with that jet. Also, he was named after a uh, mythological creature that his uh, tribe wouldn't even believe in. Yeah. I mean, because, but because he saw his uh, reckless teammate Thunderbird killed in action, um, he was haunted. But then he soon, like, after that, he settled in you know, after a while mm-hmm. with the X Men. And being a similar ages, he sometimes served as a confidant of sorts to Xavier. And being one of the team's more experienced and stable members, he occasionally assumed an informal leadership role when Xavier and Cyclops went around. Um, uh, stable is a uh, is an important term there. Yeah, that's actually very important. Uh, so the team's uh, foremost foe and former ally of Sean's, uh, Magneto, once referred uh, to a Banshee as the only worthwhile opponent among the new X-Men, which hmm. might be true. I mean, outside of Aurora. I said one of. Oh yeah, one of. Yeah, there we go. Or he said all the I mean, only. No, Aurora would be. No, Aurora yeah. can kick his butt. Oh yeah, I mean. Yeah, Aurora. Wolverine. Can kick his butt. Yeah, the Wolverine on the other hand, we we know how that went. Wolverine and uh, and Colossus are out of the running because he can literally puppet them. Yes. Maybe that he just like uh, ripped the metal right out of him. <laughs> there was that time for a while that. Yeah, in the nineties. Um, I think Nightcrawler. No. No. Okay. Yeah, but well, well, depends on the it depends on like how determined Nightcrawler is because I don't know in the uh, Age of Apocalypse, dude straight up decapitated someone with his teleporting. Yeah, I guess it depends on how ruthless he wants to be. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Anyway. But yeah, Sean also. Uh, began a long-term romance with uh, Xavier's silent partner, uh, Mort McTaggart. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, then when Silent Sean, partner and sometime lover. Well, they were just straight-up lover at this point. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he definitely went out on her a, a bit with uh, the Shi'ar princess, but, you know. Well, anyway, he left a bunch of kids to Magneto. To, uh, mm-hmm. For for mm-hmm. his alien space girl, girl, girlfriend, but but yeah, but Sean uh, finally inherited his family estate. Then he um, and the X Men were ambushed uh, because he took them there by a vengeful Black Tom and his new ally Juggernaut, mm. uh, also co dad, mm-hmm. co parent Juggernaut, and both of whom like paid uh, were had paid to destroy who what the blue who had been paid to destroy the X Men by the Shi'ar agent. Uh, Eric the Red. Uh, the X Men then defeated the villains, and uh, with the aid of uh, the Leprechauns that lived in Cassidy Keep, people don't talk about that enough. Um, after 
And after many more adventures with the X-Men, Banshee burnt out his sonic powers while saving Japan from destruction by uh, Moses Magnum. I am unfamiliar with that one. Yeah, he, he then continued to assist the X-Men the best he could, uh, notably aging, mm-hmm. uh, helping them against Mora's uh, son, Proteus. Proteus, that does sound familiar. Yep, so. Um, that's that's another time. Yeah, that's where we're going to end it for today. Um, all right. Is there anything, is there anything you want to say before we, uh, move on to part two? Uh, well, I know you have a Patreon, right? Yeah. Well, I have to say this, uh, give art your effing money. It'd be nice if I had more money, cause then I would have to worry less. Um, but yeah, uh, I have, uh, all the links in the description for stuff. Um, mm-hmm. if you want to support me i have a patreon i also have a uh twitter and instagram at alphabet flight on uh, at alphabet flight on both um and uh please you know tell people about this word of mouth seems to be the best Mm -hmm. you know form of advertisement uh this has been alphabet flight and may country protect you through all of your night travels good night good night